This is IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. This episode of IEDA In Your Ear is sponsored by Hoosier Energy. I'm Lee Llewellyn. Today, I'm talking with Kyle Fawcett, Director of Marketing with Bankable. Now, Bankable is a nonprofit lender that creates opportunities for entrepreneurs in Indiana by providing access to capital, providing financial education, and economic resources to help build healthy small businesses. So today, Kyle is going to help us better understand Bankable and how it works with Indiana entrepreneurs. Kyle, thank you so much for being here with me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. So let's start with the name of the organization. Uh, When I looked up the word Bankable in the dictionary, Bankable was listed as an adjective. So so, uh, when did it become a noun, and why is the, the name significant to what you're trying to do here? Sure, that is a, it's a common question. Um, I feel like uh, it's one that I appreciate when clarification is asked for because um, many people think that we are called bankable because we're looking to work with people who are bankable, um, when in reality, it's actually the opposite. So we chose the name bankable because we are working with small businesses and entrepreneurs for Uh, whatever reason or whatever stage they are in would not be considered bankable by um, a conventional bank or financial institution. So um, we called called ourselves bankable because those are the people we're looking to serve and um, as a result of working with them, hoping that they become bankable um, through that process. Okay. So I I know the first time that I think I spoke with uh, one of your predecessors or somebody here, there was a, a prior name, I think, for what, for the organization, and what was that? It was the Flagship Enterprise Center Microloan Program, okay. which is a, a bit of a mouthful. So um, the Flagship Enterprise Center has been around for a while, um, and it started the loan program in 2010. So um, there are some other things that the flagship does um, separate from the loan program. So using the same name in both cases started to get a little confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided to um, it's it's the same company, same organization. We just chose to change the name or rebrand just the loan program portion, um, so it catered to a more specific audience than some of the other things that right. flagship does. And I just thought maybe that would be helpful because I mean maybe some people had interacted uh, with the organization under that previous name, and so uh, may, I thought maybe it was good to just sort of clarify or bring those two things together. Mm-hmm. So n- begin with an overview of of uh, the range of programs and services for small business um, that Bankable offers, and and kind of give us an overview to help. Um, provide some context for what you're doing here. Sure, so uh, as I alluded to earlier, um, the niche that Bankable is really serving are those entrepreneurs or existing small businesses um, that are in need of really capital, um, but for whatever reason, they're kind of in this stage where they don't fit in the normal buckets that um, capital would be more accessible. So um, this would be, you know, early stage companies that aren't quite ready for conventional banking because they might want to see several years of profitability or, you know, something of that nature. Um, but you know, they may also may not also be in the investment space yet or the venture capital space, because it could be a small 
service-based business that, you know, isn't going to grow 10x. So uh, investment isn't really the right option. So um, that's really the unique niche that we're working on in terms of programs and services. Our primary um, service is loans. So um, we are offering uh, affordable, reasonably priced small business loans to businesses. So, um, you know, I think we're going to talk a little bit about pricing later, but um, borrowing money is pretty affordable uh, if you're an established business and you can have access to more traditional means. Um, But if you don't have access to those traditional means, the other options, primarily online, are really expensive and can sometimes be predatory. So um, the niche we're, we're serving are those people that are hard to find capital solutions for, but still doing it in a, in a safe and an affordable space. So, so going uh, so specifically into the loan programs, um, because I think, again, you know, you're, you're occupying a very, very unique niche within that small business loan uh, uh, product area. So talk a, a little more specifically about about the loan products that you offer and what really makes what you're doing unique in sort of the, the range of loan products that are out there. That's a great question. So um, I could get into the minutia of uh, all the different funding sources and uh, specific programs we would use to, di- to disperse capital, um, but probably the easiest thing to remember is that we can do small business loans from $500 all the way up to $250,000. So we do that through a few different, um, you know, federally funded programs, privately funded programs, you know, money we go out and source into these loan pools so that we can provide loans in that range. So the main thing we want borrowers um, or potential borrowers to know is that we have the ability to provide capital in that range. Um, And so I would say, you know, we have what we would call a credit builder loan, which would be a lot smaller dollar, um, but you know, that's built around building personal credit. Um, But so we we try not to split um, what we can lend into lots of different products, um, but more so just saying whatever the need is between this range, we try to find the right fit for that. So when you think about uh, then, You've and you've touched upon some parts of this, but then talk a little bit more specifically about what would be the profile of a of a typical borrower or the the target companies that you're really focusing on. Yeah, so the companies we're working with um, are really the small businesses that I think most would think of. Um, you know the. Uh, it might be the SBA definition of a small business can actually, those businesses can actually be quite large, you know, even up to 50, 100 more employees. Um, but I would say the typical profile of the businesses we're working with, um, so about half of the loans we've ever made um, have gone to what we would consider a startup. Um, so we define a startup as something two years or less in business. Um, Now maybe 20% of our loans have gone to pre-revenue startups, so actual startups. Um, But the other half of the dollars are going to businesses that could have been in business for anything longer than two years. So um, really it's businesses age-wise across the spectrum, um, but some of the other key characteristics would be, you know, on the largest side of a business we've ever worked worked with would be a few million dollars in revenue. Um, But I would say the, the average business is going to be $500,000 $500,000 or less in annual revenue and probably less than 10 employees um, is really the space that 
that we're seeing um, most often. So some of the, there are some key eligibility um, points. So it has to be a for-profit business. Uh, we are a nonprofit, but we can only lend to for-profit businesses. Um, and then, you know, there are some other eligibility issues that could include the use of the loan funds and things like that. But um, primarily, you know, it's uh, businesses of all shapes and sizes and industries, but really it's really on the smaller scale that we're working with. So within that, within that target group of people that uh, companies that you're looking for and that you're working with, so take it down another level here in terms of what do they need? What do those companies need to bring to the table in terms of uh, their requirements? Um, what do they provide you to, to that helps you determine whether or not they are, I'm sorry to use the term, bankable, but that would be appropriate for your kind of loan um, and so, so what do they bring to you to demonstrate, uh, you know, their viability for, for your loan products? Mm -hmm. And a quick clarification would be someone who's ready for us, um, we would consider to not be bankable. Um, but for them no, to wait be, no, wait, no, what is it? <laughs> now, wait a minute. What does that mean? Somebody so, who's ready for you would, and the, what does that mean? Yeah. So, well, I, well, I think I know what you mean, but, mm -hmm. but, but I think you need to explain that a little bit. Sure. So um, maybe the best way to provide some color around that would be um, how we get connected with the people we work with. So um, a, a very large percentage of the businesses we ultimately get connected with and then do funding with come to us through referrals. Uh, and most of those referrals come from financial institutions or banks or credit unions. Um, so that would look like a client of the bank or a customer of the bank, maybe they've had deposits there for a long time, walks into the bank and says, hey, I want to start a business or I've had a business. Um, for whatever reason, not quite ready for traditional financing. They contact us and say, hey, we can't do it, but maybe Bankable can. They connect into us, and then we look at working with them. So um, the people we're wanting to work with are the ones that still have good you know, credit merit, um, but not necessarily inside the box of what you would find at a tra traditional institution. And I think going back to your statement, I, I, I misused or used the word Bankable to refer to uh, companies that you would would loan to and and had I been paying attention to what you said earlier uh, even though that's the name of your organization uh, I mean you did make the point that um, you're really looking for that niche of companies that are that have uh, some uh, that have viability that can be demonstrated. They have something, but they're not at that level where they would, again, to use the term, be considered bankable by a traditional financial institution. Is exactly. that right? Yep. Exactly. And I think, and I and I want to make sure we brought that out because I think that's a very, very unique niche that you that you occupy in terms of funding for that strata of business that are sort of on their way and have some some ability to demonstrate viability, but not perhaps at the level where a typical financial institution would would see that. Yep, that's exactly right. And so, so how then would you determine, and I think again, you've alluded to this, but how do you determine then what that, that again, sort of that viability is? What is it that you see in those companies that maybe a traditional uh, financial institution doesn't see that that makes them eligible for your funding so the most i mean there can be uh, a number of 
random reasons and, and every financial institution has different um, credit lending appetites. Um, but some of the more common ones are gonna be personal credit score. You know, the average credit score of someone we lend to is probably in the mid to high 600s, um, whereas that's on the low end of what a bank would like to see. Um, time in business is another large one. You know, we work with a lot of businesses under two years of age and even some pure startups, which that's not typically, you know, there are some banks that will, will dabble in that space, but that's not the norm um, for most banks. So. Um, in terms of what we're looking for when people come to the table to talk with us, that's going to change based on what stage they're in. You know, if that is the the startup, the true startup, you know, we're going to be looking more for business plans, projections, making sure they've done some homework. Do they have an advisor we can talk with? Um, so that's going to look more like the package we're trying to put together um, and assess, you know, what we think their creditworthiness is. Um, now the business that's been operating for a while. Um, you know, we'll try to get financial statements, um, but just by nature, the true small business, a lot of them, you know, the biggest area um, or obstacle to overcome for them uh, really is the financial literacy in the, in the accounting, in the, in the bookkeeping, making sure that's, in, um, you know, kind of in tip top shape. So um, we'll, we'll use tax returns a lot, um, things of that nature. So, um, you know, the young businesses are the ones that haven't really started. It's a lot more of have they done the homework, how prepared are they to launch into this venture? Um, whereas the existing businesses, you know, whatever historical um, performance, you know, numbers we can get our hands on is what we're going to look at. And of course, we're looking at um, personal. In, in all cases, we're looking at the personal credit score, how are they handle their personal finances, um, things of that nature. So, um, but, uh, you know, you kind of asked one part of that question that can be challenging to answer, and that's how do we how do we determine the viability of that business and its potential, um, which can be difficult when you deal with so many different businesses. So I think a lot of times that looks like, what are they trying to accomplish and do we think they have what it takes and we can help them get to where they wanna be. So sometimes that can just be, hey, I really messed up on my taxes last year and now I have a cash flow problem. Can you help me solve that? Um, all the way to, hey, we started this last year, we think we can double in size next year, but we really need some, some capital, to, capital to scale equipment or whatever that's going to be. So um, I think in each case, it's just really having a good understanding of what they're trying to accomplish and then applying that mindset to what they're bringing to the table. Um, and can we, can we connect those dots between what we see on paper and you know, kind of what they're explaining to us? And and so we've we've focused a lot on the the loan products that you have, but but you also do offer uh, like financial education. Uh, you have some other kinds of resources. So I'm guessing that when you're working with these companies, a loan is one part of that. But I get a sense that you have that you're really looking a little bit more holistically at those companies once they they sort of come into your portfolio. So, what would be some of the other things that you would be doing with those companies? So, we always say as a part of our our mission is to work with those who are not bankable, which we've we've talked about a lot already today, and to get them to the point where they are bankable. Um, if all we were doing is providing money a lot of times that's not gonna be what it takes to go from not bankable to bankable. You know, in some cases money really is just, or capital is just what they need to get over that hump. Um, but in most cases it's not. So 
Um, we have so it would see because I, I I think again sort of my experience with some of those companies was they always believed that money was the was the solution, but but sometimes there were some underlying challenges or some uh, deficiencies perhaps in the entrepreneur's understanding of his or her business uh, that caused them to be in a position where money became the issue, and so I'm guessing that. Uh, you're doing some kind of an analysis to try to figure out, you know, are there reasons why are there uh, why money is an issue? Are there some underlying challenges there? And so, I mean, how would you address that? Yeah, exactly. So we have technically what we would call internally a technical assistance program, which you'll hear about that with other groups um, that do similar work or, or work with entrepreneurs in the state and other states. Um, and that's grant funded. Um, can be federally grant funded, can be privately grant funded, but that's purely just to build programs around providing support resources to businesses. Uh, we call that growth ready, is what we call it here. So our growth ready program or growth ready team, um, we have a graphic designer in house, we have a business coach in house, we have a CPA in house, um, hmm. we have a photographer in house. So, you know, those people do things to help us run our business too, but primarily their, their roles are to um, analyze, meet with, and assist our clients um, to help them accomplish what we think is the next step for them. So you're exactly right. A lot of times um, someone's going to apply and they think that money is exactly the solution. And, and to take the, the point you made one step further, not only is it about is capital the answer, but the right amount of capital can be a, a far more important answer. Someone thinks they need $100,000 um, when in reality, the debt service of that loan might be exactly what puts them under. Um, so that can look like, well, we really think, you know, $25,000 is the right answer. Then our team will come in, spend time with you, making sure uh, you're prepared for tax season this year, okay. um, getting your website up to speed to make sure it's in, it's in a good spot. So um, that growth ready program in partnership with our lending programs is really what we use to take people from the non-bankable um, to bankable and try to prepare them for that that next step. So how are you, I mean, how are you at capacity? Because this sounds like, I mean, that this is a very intense, it's, it's, it's the loan product, obviously, but it is providing that technical assistance. It sounds as though, you know, you are ready to provide uh, a variety of services to your clients as you go through. So, so what's your capacity in terms of, are you at capacity? And what's your capacity in terms of being able to serve uh, companies? Uh, I mean, we always stay busy, uh, that's for sure. Um, you know, being a small nonprofit organization, you're always gonna wish you had more resources. Um, but I do think that we are, we are a fortunate organization to have been preceded by the Flagship Enterprise Center, which we talked about a little bit. So there was some, some history and there was an organization there established, because um, running a loan program is expensive, as you can, as you can imagine. Um, but capacity-wise, you know, we stay busy, um, but I think we would always rather feel like we don't have enough capacity uh, than to feel like we have, you know, a lot of leftover mm -hmm. space. Um, so, so we manage. We we've got um, a couple full-time loan officers, so they're spending time with people who are applying, walking them through in person, step by step, on how to prepare for your loan application, um, feedback during that process, and then um, I mentioned the, you know, three to five individuals we have focused on just working with with our clients so and the way we manage capacity especially on that growth ready program is um 
you know, most generally we're offering those services for free. Um, and that is, you know, we're going out and grant funding that work to help them. Um, so we have to spread the love a little bit. You know, if a business comes through and says, I want you guys to basically run my business for me, you know, that's not what we're here for. Um, you know, we, we don't want to make, we don't want to decide to make a loan because we're, com we're confident in our ability to, do, to run their business for them. Right. Um, but more so, what are those key aspects that are going to make the difference in your business that you may not be, you know, the business owner may not be equipped to handle? You know, some great examples would be, you know, we see people who really know how to do their craft, but they don't know how to do the other aspects of their business that are really going to, you know, decide of whether or not it makes it. So um, most generally that looks like understanding their business, choosing the one, two, or three key issues we can address first, accomplish those projects, um, uh, and, and really deciding whether or not is this of dire importance right now? Uh, and if it is, is, is it something your business can afford yourself? You just need someone to tell you to go do it. Um, so we're paying for and performing those services in the cases where the business doesn't have the resources to do that for themselves, um, just so we're not taking opportunity from you know, other small businesses that could do that, that right. service for them. I just, and I, I just think this is remarkable what, what you're doing because it, it, I think for so many years, we knew that there was that, that gap for, for that strata of small businesses that were close, that certainly were on the right path. But again, there was that gap between where they were and sort of what the banks would look at. And so I think this is an absolutely remarkable uh, resource. Uh, and you've mentioned a, a number of times that you're located at the flagship center, Enterprise Center, which is here in Anderson. Um, so does that mean that, you're, uh, that you are focusing primarily on central or east central Indiana? What would be your, what would be your footprint in terms of where you would be serving uh, businesses? So our only physical location um, today uh, is in Anderson, uh, Indiana. Um, but actually from our, our lending programs are available for anyone in the state of Indiana. Um, so uh, as you can imagine, I mean, starting in 2010 and being a small one location you know, organization, a lot of the work we're doing is in central Indiana, east central Indiana. So um, you know, if you can imagine the what is it, 90 some counties in Indiana, 92, 96, 92, 92 counties. Um, that 30 ish counties right in the center of the state is probably where our lending activity is the strongest. Um, but, but you're not restricted. But to we're those. not restricted. Okay. And, and we do have um, borrowing relationships in each corner of the state. So, you know, we're doing work in South Bend and Fort Wayne and Evansville. You know, we are active in those counties. So um, our team is very mobile. Um, we have a remote. Uh, relationship manager, um, our loan officers are always on the road. So although a lot of our process is digitally done, um, it's all very personal also. You know, our, our applicants and our clients don't go through um, something without talking to a human the whole time. It's a very, very high touch uh, process still. And even the growth ready services we offer, uh, those can be people anywhere in the state also. Okay. So again, we've spent a lot of time talking about the loan product, um, and you indicated that, and again, I think there's probably a range there, but, but how competitive uh, are your rates compared to the typical financial institution? I think the definition of, definition of competitive is important. So um, competitive in comparison to um, 
traditional financial institutions, um, you know, we, we are going to be higher than them. Um, and that's uh, specifically to not be competition to them mm -hmm. because they they are our referral source. And, and you are taking on a little extra risk sure. because these are, again, I think I finally got it. <laughs> these are these are folks who are not a, by traditional standard bankable so that there is the potential for greater risk. Right. But now I cut you off again. No, that that's, that's a, a really key um, point to understand. So um, we are gonna be priced higher than what, uh, we'll keep using the bank as the example. So, you know, a traditional business loan or conventional business loan would probably run three to six percent maybe right now. Um, bankable rates are gonna be in the eight, nine, 10% range, um, which I mean, in comparison to, so so competitive to them, we don't wanna be competition, um, but the definition of competitive to affordable and reasonable, I think it is very reasonable. Whereas, you know, average APR, um, unfortunately we see a lot of businesses that come to us looking to refinance online debt and we see 50, 100, 200% APR loans that we're refinancing. So when you compare 8% to 100%, it, mm -hmm. looks, it looks pretty good. But um, no, we intentionally priced a few points higher to the bank, mainly to not look like competition and to incentivize our borrowers to graduate, you know, mm -hmm. to move on mm -hmm. when they have opportunity to do so. So if uh, so, as our members are listening to this around the state, and they are, and, and I think this is an opportunity that as they're working with their local businesses, um, you know, doing some uh, looking at those companies that are located locally, looking to expand, uh, looking to grow, that are in that small range, and they think they've got something. Now, obviously, you're getting referrals from from banks. But, but if people want to learn more or they want to contact you or they want to make those referrals and find out if the companies in their, their communities would be appropriate, what should they do? Uh, the easiest thing to do is probably to go to the website. It's just bankable.org, bankable.org. Um, that's got everything on there, every contact member for the team. Um, you can start an application there. Um, can call the main line. So I would say starting at the website, it's probably, if you remember anything, you can go to the website to find out what you need. Um, and and yeah, our, our main line, um, we've got you know about 20 people on the team here in the office. The main line comes right to the center of the team um, and then gets dispersed to the appropriate team member following that. So um, if that's just basic questions, inquiries, how to get started, just curious about the, the organization, um, people can also email me directly uh, just Kyle F at bankable.org. So I'm happy to, to answer questions. And that website again was? Bankable.org. Okay. All right. So uh, I think we're, we're finishing up. What have I not asked you about, Kyle, uh, that would, I mean, that you need to talk about in terms of the program? Have we left something out? I, I don't know that we have. I, I think that something I like to stress, it's we, we work in a very interesting industry, and that is, um, you know, if, if you're listening to this and you, you are a small business owner or you're interested in starting a business or whatever that might look like, um, you know, we are always happy to be a connector, you know, whether that means we're doing financing or not. Um, we're very connected with uh, accountants and business coaches and other resources that may not be our expertise, but, you know, we, we have relationships with them. So um, if there's anyone that has been tossed around the idea of starting a business or just wants to get some, you know, questions answered. We would love to, to help them get connected. Um, and of course we can answer questions about loans. We know how to, we know how to do that by now too. So, um, so yeah, I, I think we've got, I think we covered the bases. All right. 
Well, I appreciate your, your time today. So uh, I've been talking with Kyle Fawcett, who is the Director of Marketing with Bankable. Uh, you can find out more about Bankable if you want to uh, look a little bit further. We'll go again. And so it's the, the website is bankable.org. Um, and um, I think this is just a, an incredible resource that probably not enough people know about. So, Kyle, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, of course, the, the pleasure is all mine. All right. Thanks a lot. This has been IEDA In Your Ear, the podcast for members of the Indiana Economic Development Association. This episode of IEDA In Your Ear was sponsored by Hoosier Energy. Hoosier Energy is community-focused. Hoosier Energy is a generation and transmission electric cooperative owned by your local electric cooperative that is focused on your community's growth and vitality by providing affordable, reliable, and safe energy through its balanced generation portfolio. This podcast is copyrighted by the Indiana Economic Development Association, which retains all rights to its content.